Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome again to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly. Now, as the headline said, ignoring this advice could mean that your summer will end in tragedy and cost you tens of thousands of pounds. And what am I talking about? Well, when I say this, you're going to say, well, that's so obvious. Why are you telling me this? But if you're planning to go away this summer, make sure you have travel insurance. Now, it sounds really obvious, doesn't it? It sounds like, what are you, you know, why are you telling me this? But the fact is, one in four people don't take out travel insurance for their holidays. And this is especially true if you are perhaps an independent traveller who just books flights and books hotels and doesn't do it through a package where the package will often include some form of, of travel insurance. And increasingly, more, of us, more and more of us now are travelling sort of independently. It could also happen if you're travelling in, in the, the UK and, you know, you're not going abroad and you might think, well, I don't need travel insurance because, you know, we've, we've got hospitals here. That, you know, what, what do I need travel insurance for? But, you know, things can get stolen. Things can go wrong. Um, you know, lots of things can happen on holiday that are not necessarily related to, to going into hospital. In fact, a friend of mine uh, was on a trip in the UK. She, she fell and trip, tripped over and has damaged her knee. They think, well, damage your knee. So she went to the local hospital. She's been in that hospital for about a month now. And she's had several operations. Uh, now, okay, she's a British citizen. It's covered. There's, there's no problem. But she's lost time at work. Um, you know, she's had untold uh, hassle because of this. And, you know, all right, she, if she'd been abroad, I, God knows what would happen. I mean, it would have just cost her a fortune, especially in, in somewhere like America. So things can happen in the UK as well. And, and make sure you, you do take out traveling, even if you're traveling independently. Now, why should you take it? I mean, let's, let's first of all, what is travel insurance? Well, travel insurance can cover medical expenses. You tend to think about medical expenses as being the main thing, but it's also trip cancellation, delays, lost or stolen baggage, personal liability. Personal liability, when you do something to somebody that causes them to, to sue you, and we were talking about personal liability the other day, um, this is your personal personal liability when you're traveling. Like, you know, you're on a jet ski, you run into someone, you know, that, that's your personal liability. Um, types of cover you need will depend on the countries you visit in, the activities you'll be doing. You know, it could be skiing, it could be, uh, you know, winter holidays, it could be a summer holiday. The length of your trip, you know, most policies might cover you for 30 days. They might not cover an extended sort of backpacking, backpacking trip around the world. So you need to look at these things. Um, you'll also need to state whether you want travel insurance for a single trip, multiple trip, or for you know for backpacking. As I, as I said, um, you may also need to to declare any pre-existing conditions for which you've had treatment. You, you may have had a heart condition. Um, you, you know, especially if you're elderly, you know, you look at these things. Look at the cost of these. And I've known people who are, who are very sick and won't travel because they can't get travel insurance. So you you need to. Think about these. When they ask you these questions, it's easy to tick no, 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 no. Actually read the questions or listen to the questions and declare any pre-existing conditions you have. Because if you 
you know, should suffer from one of those pre-existing conditions for which you have not declared, they, they may not pay out for it. And you could be stuck in a hospital in the other side of the world uh, and, and no money to deal with it. Um, so why do we all need it? You know, we love to get away, um, but accidents happen, medical bills, uh, traveling traveling insurance covered, delays, lost items, theft of things while, while you're abroad. All of these can, can prove very, very costly. And as I said, one in four people do not take out travel insurances for their holiday. And yet, when you consider that travel insurance providers paid out £370 million, pounds, okay, £370 million pounds and 591,000 claims last year, according to the British, uh, the Association of British Insurers, the ABI. Um, to give you an example of some of the potential costs that y- you could incur for emergency care, uh, the ABI has examples of what it what it has paid out in 2017 for claims that you know you'd have had to pay out yourself if you had no insurance. In one case, they paid out 768,000 was paid out to cover the medical costs of a traveller who suffered a stroke in America. That's three quarters of a million pound. Now, you know, where would you find that money? It would probably bankrupt most people. And yet that policy probably only cost 20 or 30 pounds. It, it's it's just crazy not to have it. Um, and, and this, you know, part of that cost, you might think, where does that money go? But American hospitals are hugely expensive. But part of the cost, well, how do you get back to the UK if you're, if you're sick? How do you get back to the UK if you can't sit in a normal chair or if the airline doesn't want to take someone who's had a serious illness like a stroke or a or a heart attack, they might say, well, we don't want, you know, you, you rock up to EasyJet, they might say, well, we're not taking you. So how do you get back? Well, you might need an air ambulance. Now, an air ambulance is like a private jet back to the UK. In this case, it costs 60 grand, 60,000 pounds for an air ambulance. Yes, that's 60,000 um, pounds. Then there was 125,000 pounds to pay for surgery following a, a jet ski accident while on holiday in Turkey, 125,000 pounds. So you can see how these things add up. Three quarters of a million for a stroke, 60 grand for an air ambulance. And that can happen anywhere in the world. I know someone in in the business and he's flown people out of places all over the world. Um, Another example here, £136,000 for treating uh, complications following an insect bite in Chile. An insect bite? £136,000 for complications following an insect bite in Chile. And, you know, this this cost incurred uh, the cost of paying a nurse to escort the traveller home. And, and it is scary to get ill. I, I got really ill. Um, I, I found out I was allergic to seafood and, and shellfish and that sort of thing. We had this, uh, I was in the Philippines at the time, we had this beautiful fish that was straight out of the sea. It was on this sort of fish farm restaurant floating on the sea uh, in, in Cebu, a beautiful day. And, you know, that night I got so ill uh, that I, I thought, I, you know, I thought that was it. I, I wasn't, you know, I, everything was coming out. And um, I don't want to go into the gory details, but we were due to leave the next day to go to another island. I thought, I'm not going to make it. What, you know, what's going to happen? Um, you know, the hotel was only booked up to that time. Where was I going to go? Um, you know, it, it was really bad. And I, I phoned the, the hotel doctor and he came along with a... Um, he said, look, I can do this two ways. I can take him to the hospital. I can do the treatment here. I said, I want it here. And he pulled out of his bag two bottles of, of stuff they put through your arm when they put you on a drip, um, some glucose stuff. And he said, I'll do that here. And he hung the bottle on the on the back of this big bamboo headrest on the bed, 
hung the bottle with a hook, like one of these meat hooks, um, stuck it into my arm and then left a nurse there overnight. And she changed the bottle uh, overnight. And that was the only fluid I could hold down. And, you know, immediately I started to feel better. And in the morning, fortunately, I, I was okay. Now, I, I what did I pay for that? I paid, I think, $100. So it wasn't enough to to even bother claiming on, on the travel insurance, but it could have been a lot more serious. And at the time, you know, then you think, oh my God, have I got insurance? Well, well I did have insurance, um, but but as I, said, I just paid it. But, uh, you know, at the time you, you worry that, um, you know, what, what are you going to do? And all these things go through your mind as, you know, where are you going to go? How are you going to get home? If this if this was a long-term illness, how would I get back back home to the UK? You know, it, it's, it, it's not worth taking the risk, believe me. Now, um, as, as I've said, the, these things can occur at any time, um, and, and you don't know what is going, going to happen. Now, if you if you're going away once, um, then just take out a single policy. And you you know when you book on some flights like EasyJet and Ryanair, they say, "Do you want travel insurance?" They almost force you to to tick that you don't want it. You have to untick the box, otherwise it charges you for it. And then it says you've got to sign this declaration. No, I don't want travel insurance. No, I understand the risk. Yes, I must be an idiot not to have travel insurance. But you, know, you have to almost uh, say these things so that they don't charge you. But in a way, that's a good thing. Is that they might be charging you ten or fifteen pounds, but it, it's sometimes worth worth paying. But normally, you don't need those things if you if you're going away more than once or twice a year. For most people, it'd be worth taking out an annual travel insurance policy. Um, now, this this can be a um, cheaper option. I think it's cheaper. And, and most of us do go away for little weekend trips. And, and these include, as I said, going away for a weekend to, to a beach in, in, in the UK. That's travel, you know. So so maybe an annual travel policy is, is the best thing for most of us. But, but you, you know, you can check this out. If you only go away for two weeks to Spain once a year, that's it. Just take out a single trip policy. Um, so... I, I, in fact, I've got an annual travel travel policy. I've just made a note here with with my bank account. One of my bank accounts is a some sort of gold account. I pay a small fee per month, and I get a special credit card. But I also get an annual travel policy th- thrown into that. So some of the credit cards do that as well. Some of the premium credit cards, gold cards, will give you annual travel insurance included. So don't go out taking two policies at once because you, you're not going to get paid out double. Um, uh, another example here. Uh, Someone I know come from abroad and she's, she's only just got it. She had a stroke in, in London. Now, the NHS, uh, contrary to popular belief, did not sort of give her full treatment. They, they give emergency treatment to people. But now they've just said to her, well, you, you, you've got to, you're on your own now. She, she needs uh, things like MRI scans and, and, and further treatment. But she's going to have to go back to her own country to get that. And, and in her own country, they will charge her for that. And had she taken out a, a travel insurance policy, she might have been covered here in the UK, but unfortunately not, especially in America. America is, is really costly. So just watch out for that. If you're heading out to Disney or, you know, you're doing one of these driving holidays, um, you know, j- just make sure you, you are covered. So that, that's that's a bit, that's it on travel insurance. Sounds a bit obvious. Take out the travel. And also watch out for these holiday scams. Uh, people approaching you outside your hotel. I, I've been caught so many times by people coming, oh, you're from the hotel. I, I, yeah, I work. And suddenly you're getting into a conversation and they're dragging you down some road to look at a magic carpet. Um, so just just watch out for these these holiday scams, pickpockets, you know, getting you to, to do something and then, and then they're grabbing your bag or your, your money in your pocket. 
So just be careful out there and uh, obviously have a great holiday. Enjoy enjoy the summer. Uh, I mean, it's summer here in, in the UK and, and many countries, but I hope you have a great holiday and a safe holiday and an insured holiday trip. So thanks very much for listening. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 